You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Yes, exactly. If you are watching this now, I am all kinds of solo. Welcome to After Buzz TV, your number one source to interviews, recaps, news, and gossip. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and I'm here solo just for you beasties doing Beauty and the Beast. So welcome. Today we are covering Liar Liar, so I will be doing my best to go down the list of all the things that have been going on tonight. But if you want to have a voice, feel free to tweet me at KissMyPassport, and we can talk about all the juicy things that went down tonight. So I am going to start with baby sister Heather. Paige and I were talking about whether or not they're going to have a really clever way of getting her off the show because we knew that she booked another show. Well, apparently she has the opportunity to go to school somewhere else. So we open up, and I'm just going to keep on her for right now, talking about the date that they had to because obviously Heather's doing her pros, her cons, trying to figure out if she's going to stay, if she's going to go. We obviously know she's going to go. However, during this whole charade and shenanigans, she's got to fit in the topic that, hey, P.S. Cat, by the way, your dad, he's really not your dad. So they have that conversation. I don't know what you guys thought about that, but I feel like Cat was really, really harsh because in the midst of a really serious decision, should I move to Miami? Should I stay? Well, now that I know that you're not my sister and you've lied about this for three months, how could you go to Miami? Really? Uh, that was extremely harsh. I don't think I appreciated that at all because you have to take into consideration that you guys have been sisters, even if it wasn't for real blood sisters. You were in each other's lives your whole entire lives. And to cut someone off that quickly, obviously, I think she had a lot of emotions going on with Vincent and everything else in her life. It all kind of came together at once, and she just pretty much told her to fluff off, which we got to see in the end. They resolved, and Kat realized that she was being a little bit hot-headed. So I'm glad that they cleared everything up. I'm wondering whether or not Heather is gone for good, if we're going to see a goodbye party. I don't know. That's... Something we'll just kind of have to wait and see on. My next topic is my favorite man of the hour, always, JT. So we start on him listening to his girly music, right? And he's like, I don't listen to it for the lyrics, just the beat. Sure, it's cool. You can get down. We still love you. So he's jogging Vince's memory, trying to figure out if he can just pull something from him. I thought this was cool. However, they're talking about the pool. They're talking about how Kat and Vince bought bathing suits at this hotel shop. You guys know the deal. You watch the show. But what made me angry, and I know you got angry too, is that Vince used it later on in the show when he's trying to manipulate Kat and tell her, you know, he's she's snooping around, doing things she shouldn't be doing because that's Kat. And I feel like 
as much as she's saying the reason she's doing this is because she's investigating, it's for the cause of a case, which we'll talk about the case too. But really, underneath that, you know that Kat wanted to work on her relationship. She's in denial towards Tess, who's being bitter right now. But hey, whatever. So she goes snooping around, trying to do all these things. Mind you, a little bit hypocritical, mad at Heather for lying, but she's about to do some lying of her own. But what I think is funny is that she's going the extra mile putting perspirant or excuse me, antiperspirant on her hands, her forehead, putting a tack. I didn't know you could put a tack in your shoe to raise your heartbeat, apparently. So that way she can't, I don't know, seem like she's lying. Either way, I thought she was a terrible liar. But what's even funnier to me with that situation is that Tess is opening her big bazoo and talking in the little ear that Kat was listening to. And of course, super senses Vince obviously can hear her talking, so whatever. Either way, when I'm watching the scene the entire time, as much as they put it on mute, you know, Gabe and Tess in the car, of course, they're putting their little sound system on mute so they can converse without Vincent hearing. But honestly, I'm, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking, no, super senses. He's probably going to hear something, which thankfully he did not, guys. So we leave off, or I'm leaving off, with the case, this case that I talked about earlier, this whole FBI thing where we get to see a brand new beast, this super duper hyper beast. And he's a big challenge. I mean, he's quicker. He's faster. He seems like he's got all kinds of senses that Vincent doesn't have. And I'm wondering if he's about to take Vincent down. He's swooping in and out. He punched his fist through some guy's chest. I could be wrong, but it seems like this season Beauty and the Beast has gotten a little bit morbid i don't know i i i don't remember it being like that last year i i do see you know crime scenes and that stuff going on last year but we didn't actually see the crimes being committed or at least like that and there's a couple of scenes in there that i was really shocked that they were doing but you know they have a whole new writing team this season which i feel like the whole vibe and the whole mood of season two has completely changed Granted, we have a brand new situation. We obviously have somebody who has memory loss, but everything about Vincent this season is just so uh, just harsh. I don't like it at all. And tonight, at least we got to see a little bit of the harshness go away. So going back to this case, right? It's the FBI versus the police, or at least the way I see it, because everyone's keeping each other out of what's going on. But really, I think it's because Catherine's real dad, Reynolds, has got this whole scheming situation going on. He's got this list. Apparently, Vince doesn't know what's going on. He's sent out to get rid of people on the list, yet finds out that he's on the list. And I was like, oh, betrayal. You you are hired as a machine, a killing machine. So obviously, the person that hired you doesn't care about you. So I feel like during this episode, Vince was finally having moments where he's realizing that whatever he's involved in just isn't right. He's still not willing to talk, not willing to answer questions, but you see the wheels in his head turning, you know? So when he's in contact with Kat towards the end of the episode, and I'm kind of jumping a little bit, uh, I feel like he's having a little bits of memory and flashbacks and hopefully towards mid-season, because I don't think it's going to be anything soon, but mid-season we're going to finally start to see a little bit more of the old Vince. Uh, we did see him want to get a second try with Kat, which was nice. It's just, 
I feel like their timing is just so off. You know, at one minute, she really wants to be with him and he doesn't want it because he doesn't recognize her. She's annoying. She's asking questions. Then when she decides she's done with him, he's trying to get a second chance. And you're like, no, here we go again with the timing thing, right? Anyhow, so let's go down my notes. Uh, All right. So going back to the case, we're not doing as much procedural. Now we're doing cases that have to do somewhere revolving around Vince. We talked about the super duper beast. His name is Sebastian. And his father has got this huge art gallery thing going on with a painting that he's trying to auction off. He thinks that his son went off to war and got killed admirably, right? I'm wondering if somewhere along the lines... Actually, you know what? I'm not even wondering. Now that I remember, uh, he was overseas with Vince doing the whole war thing, right? And then he's the only guy that didn't get killed off outside of Vincent, I'm assuming. But his powers are just through the roof. I'm not really sure what's going to happen. Well, we know what's going to happen, but I don't know what his intentions were. We know that he loved magic. His dad loved magic. And this poor dad is about to get on stage and his own son is about to kill him in the public. Talk about monster. So before all that's going on, we were talking about flashbacks and that, right? So Kat gets a little smart as they're dancing and she's mentioning all these things and, you know, basically saying, you know, we danced at my dad's wedding, but, you know, you don't have to lie about remembering that. Just straight below. Either way, the whole first half of this show with Vincent irritated me and I understand I get that you don't know this girl you don't know anything about her you can't trust her but towards the end he's feeling like okay now that I've had these flashbacks you can trust me and everything's cool and good but poor Catherine she's been lied to up down right and left her mom lied to her way back in the day being part of Murfield then her she's finding out her dad isn't her real dad wait till she finds out that her real dad is Reynolds the guy from FBI, who on top of that hired Vincent. Personally, I think he hired Vincent because he knows, he knows there's a connection to Kat. And I think it's part of him wanting to protect her from him because he knows about their undeniable connection. But at the same time, I don't know, there's something deeper going on. And I don't know if he's going to utilize Vince to maybe get to know his daughter I I don't know how that's going to go down either. But if you guys have thoughts on it, again, feel free to tweet at me. If not, we can talk about it later on YouTube because you guys know you can watch this tomorrow. I am going to continue down the rest of my list of things. So let's talk about the fire escape. So at the very end of the show, Vince shows up at the fire escape by memory. But at this point, I think Kat has just had it with everybody. And I was shocked to see the transformation, honestly, from last episode to this episode. Apparently him pushing her last episode really shook her to the point where she's done. He's trying to tell her that he wants to, you know, we can we can work on this. We can start slow. I'm having these flashbacks. And he remembered saving her with the first initial contact. He remembered the big train scene, you guys, that we talked about last season. But Still, she just doesn't want to have anything. I I agree. You know, the one thing she thought she knew is that Vince would never hurt her. Never, ever. The love of your life. And what does he do? He 
pushes her to the point where she's got bruises and she's having to hide it from people. And on top of that, it's almost like last season. She's doing all these secret things to protect him. And he's not grateful. Last year, he wasn't grateful. This year, it's just because he's a little clueless and can't remember anything. But still, it's just, it's not fair. You know? I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Um, some of the things I also want to talk about, too, is whether or not you guys think that there's going to be more beasts. Because I know there are. It's just crazy because everybody has their own individual powers and... How do you eliminate that? Or how are they genetically modifying all these beasts depending on who's paying for them? I would like a list of a guy who can cook and kill and clean and read people's minds. And then just wealthy people are purchasing them. I don't know. But either way, with that going on, now a good point was brought up tonight. Tess had said, you know, we don't know how... Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Tess. It was Kat. She went to meet with Gabe and she was saying, you know, we don't know how many people are out there, how many, in a sense, accident victims, because she was referring to her lovely scarf, you know, covering the alleged hickey that was not a hickey. Uh, but e either way, and, and speaking of Tess, we saw a little bit of a childish side that she's been carrying with her through all of season two. She's so jealous because there's so many secrets going on. And I get it. You didn't know about Vince for a very long time. And now all these secrets are, you know, Kat's willing to just rush to Vince's side. She's putting her job to the side. Everything somehow revolves around Kat's quote unquote boyfriend. And I don't know if you also noticed that. I feel like Tess always refers to him as your boyfriend. As far as when they're talking, she might call him Vince when it's Gabe, Kat, and Tess. But for some reason, it's just the way she says it. It's like she can't say his name. You know, your boyfriend. I know you want to get back with your boyfriend, and I'm sorry. And, you know, this, this is that boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Mm. You know? Also, what I notice about Tess, did you guys see that now they're starting to give her some curls, making her hair look all nice? Maybe the writers are listening to us, and maybe they want to make her cute, because Lord knows I do. And even in real life, it's funny because tonight I was actually looking up some pictures I'm going to share with you guys for news and gossip. And I wanted to show a picture of her and her boyfriend, if she had one. So I'm doing the search, going on Bing, nothing. Husband, nothing. Well, how is this girl single? She's beautiful. I have, sorry to interrupt my current scheduled programming. I have somebody that just tweeted at me. So when it pulls up, I will answer your question. Until then, I will continue talking about her Vidal Sassoon hair. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I have a somewhat prediction. All right. So I think Vincent is really on the list, like the smart cat. Wait. I like that old smart cat is back. Yes. You know what? I think that old smart cat is back because she's not as amorous of Vincent right now before she was so focused on trying to get back together with Vincent that it was clouding her judgment everything else didn't exist but Vincent and making that old relationship excuse me relationship come back but now that's not a thought in her mind she's still ticked off that he pushed her not sure if she can trust him realizing he's not the Vince he was so now she can think right again right so Yes, th my theory, I totally agree with you. Vince has got to be on that list. Now, who's going to carry that out? 
I don't know. Another thing that I was a little bit meh about was Reynolds, who's going by the name Condor. I don't know. Either way, he's got his scary voice boxes. He's talking to Vincent. I'm like, that's creepy. And at the same time, if somebody hired you and they're talking to you through a voice box, that should probably be a tip that they're not doing something right. If you can't see them and you can't hear their real voice, are you really going to trust them? And are you going to trust them to have your best interest at heart? I wouldn't, personally. Okay, I have another tweet. I apologize. My phone sometimes takes a little bit to load while I'm here in the studio. So let's read this one. All right. Oh, too many liar liar thoughts going through my head. Intense episode. Okay. So I think that she is not able to watch it just yet. So that's why we got this comment. But that's okay. You will be seeing us tomorrow. Either way, going back. So I was talking about Tess. I want to talk about Gabe too. I can't, you know, guys, Gabe's kind of looking cute to me. I don't know why. Y'all know I didn't care for him very much last season, but we mentioned before how I feel like he's got a little bit more of a boyish look to him. Now that he's not a beast anymore, he's not so structured and edgy looking. And for some reason, I feel like he might have a crush on Cat. Something about the way he was looking at Cat while they were at the art gallery and she was dancing with Vince. Sure, he could have been looking at the whole scene and what's going on, but I think even Tess kind of gave him a look like, mm, what are you doing? And he covered up with some story about the case, of course. But And then we hear her and, and him bicker, of course, about her acting like a high school childish person because every other comment is snarky and about Kat and Vincent and her boyfriend and this, that, and whatever. It would be interesting, though, to see Tess and Gabe get together, although there hasn't been anything hinting towards that. We all know we're going for the JTT-Tess situation. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see much interaction between the two of those, but we did get to see JT show off a little bit of his smarts going down to the precinct to work as a team. So this season, I think everybody is starting to come together. The only piece that is missing, unfortunately, is Vince. And he's the piece that's causing the most trouble. So I would like to see him part of the team again. And I'd like to see different obstacles. And I personally, I get that having something in between Vincent and Kat is a good way to keep us hooked on. But guys, this is so frustrating. At least he was nicer this season. And at least he's putting it out there that he wants to try. And I know that this season is really focused about each individual character really developing themselves. So I'm not sure if Vince is going to redevelop into a new person but get to know himself as this new person. Then it just doesn't feel like the same. The love, even though they're destined to be together, doesn't feel quite as authentic to me because it was built on all the things that happened last season. So to start fresh, it's like starting all over again with a stranger. But at the same time, too, I don't know if anybody here believes in soulmates, but if there is such a thing as soulmates and reincarnation, maybe you re-meet that same person over and over again and re-get to know them, and that's the fun. But personally, I'm not having fun. What do you guys think about this season? I'm still up in the air. I think I think I will fall in love with it as we go on. But 
outside of that, if I have missed anything from the episode, I do have a lot of news and gossip. Obviously, it's just me here, so I have no page to debate with. I'm sorry. She's usually the one that catches all the really cool details that somehow I happen to be typing notes down and miss. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hop into some news and gossip, and you can tweet at me, at KissMyPassport. If I miss something, I will go back over it just for you. So my first news, I should have a picture that will be popping up on your screen. My engineer will pull that up. And while she is doing, though, I will be introducing a new character to you. Let me find her name for everybody. I think the picture is still being pulled up at this very moment. Let's see where I have her at. Ah, okay. So this character, her name is Amber Sky Noise. Forgive me if I pronounce it wrong. It's N-O-Y-E-S. And according to TV Line, CW has released that she may be the first potential female beast. What? We've seen nothing but men and soldiers, so this could be interesting. It almost, her look gives me a very Twilight-esque feel. Uh, Maybe it's just because it's this particular picture. I'm not quite sure. But the way she's going to be introduced to the show is basically she is the innocent offspring of a powerful beast. Her character's name is going to be Tori, and Kat and Vincent are apparently going to be taking her under their wing. However, she's going to start discovering stuff about being connected to Murfield. So that should lead to something, I don't know, a little crazy. And then one of the comments that were actually put down by this article is, let's hope that Vincent doesn't have a thing for redheads. Uh, No, he better not have a thing for redheads, because I'm going to get real angry if she's the new obstacle and she's a beast. That's not okay. All right. So, I'm going to leave that one. If you guys want to peek at it behind me, you can. But there's some other things that I want to talk about as far as up-and-coming episodes. I have some news on episode four. There was a press release, if you have not seen it yet. So, after getting stonewalled by Catherine, his quest to track down a suspect we are talking about, Gabe. Gabe is going to enlist and get Vince's help. But that's quickly going to turn. So... That should be interesting. Uh, And if there was some sort of jealousy over the cat situation, that could turn out to be uh, a lot of drama. You know, and if not, I would like to see Gabe get some love because we haven't seen him get any since the girl with the scar who apparently is dead. Also, Austin, our favorite, had tweeted out earlier that he had just read episode 209, which is the ninth episode, and he he said, quote, unquote, my blood is pumping, my emotions are raw, and I want episode 210 right now to read what happens next. So that means, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get real juicy. So we've gotten done with all these backstories about what happened over the three-month hiatus, and now we get to actually get into some good stuff also let's see what else i have here in my news we know that dad's secret just came out what else do i know here we know that he's gonna have some flashbacks all right i'm gonna leave it at that but what i will do is show you guys some pictures Because we had such a good time doing pictures last week. The first picture you will see, my theme for tonight is BATB couples in real life. Because I'm sure you guys have looked at the images, but I always like to look. I'm curious who who Kristen's real honey is. So this is him. They're cute together. They've been together for a while. I'm wondering when 
he's going to pop the question. There's actually a website up that is a blog that purposely puts out fake news. Apparently, they think it's very humorous, which no offense to them. But there was an article about Kristen. Note, this is completely false. But there were notes about her secretly getting married. There were notes about a baby bump. I don't know. I find it a little bit malicious rather than humorous, but that's personally my thoughts. Can we move on to the next picture, please? Aw, and this is Mr. Austin Basis, who you guys we know and love as the King Beastie and his beautiful wife. They're obviously on the red carpet, but I like seeing him with somebody. If it, if I mean, if it's not Tess... I mean, I suppose you can be with your real wife, you know. I'm just totally kidding. All right, and I believe I might have one more. Ah, the man of the hour, the one I was saying that all of a sudden is becoming so handsome to me. This is Sentil, and this is his wife, Olga. I wish I could have found pictures of his kids. I know that he has two children, and they are a really cute couple. I don't know. Maybe you ladies are fans of him, and I'm just now getting in. I'm a little late. So sorry. So that's my fun news and gossip. And yes, I did. There was somebody who tweeted at me a couple of videos. I got them. They were really good. Unfortunately, they were just a little bit too long for me to play online. Or excuse me, on the show. But you guys can check it out online. Angie Redding, who, P.S., happy belated birthday. Everybody did a really fun BC video for her. She did a fun one that's just fun behind-the-scenes stuff. There's also some really cool bloopers Again, that one was like eight minutes long, so unfortunately I couldn't play that. But if you get a chance, go to YouTube and search BATB Season 1 Bloopers. We see a lot of fun stuff, and you get to see all the characters be themselves rather than characters. So that's that. Why don't I get into some predictions? And now, Ooh. you're after Buzz TV. So I get the fun lights all to myself. I feel like I'm in a disco, guys. I need some music or something. And there's silence. All right. It's cool. Anyway, uh, so my predictions for next week. Hmm. Let's see. What shall I say? You know what? I like the teamwork that's going on right now. I feel like Vincent is coming around. And I think he might actually try to romance Kat. But it's weird because it's coming from a different place of I'm trying to get to know you, not I know who you are already. And this next episode, I think he's just going to get shut down a lot. But you know what? He needs to feel the pain. He needs to work for that girl. Also, with JT and Tess, mm, that's probably going to happen, I think, more midseason. We have to see a little bit more banter going back and forth between the two of them. And maybe, like I said, there'll be something going on her towards Sendhill, towards Gabe, but maybe not going back on his end. Who knows? Either way, that wraps up tonight's show. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me all by my lonesome. Paige will be back next week, so have no fear as I make a mess. And I will see you guys next week. Have a good night. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 